I mean, honestly, it's, it hasn't been really. It, it gives us an opportunity to continue to evaluate everybody, put everybody in certain situations. And these environments are so controlled from what we're trying to get out of each thing, what, you know, what a period is for us. Um, <clears throat> that I don't, I don't think it's really that big of a shock to the system to have a different group. You would love to have the same five to create continuity within the group, but at the same time, we like the idea of rolling people and kind of creating that atmosphere that's going to come up at some point in the season. So this this kind of creates an opportunity for, for other players. You know, you have Walker Little playing left guard, things like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. With that, and then also, you know, Chandler Brewer playing center, there's a bunch of different moving pieces that at some point in time this season, odds are we're going to have to go to something in some way, mix and match, and, you know, we kind of have this to fall back to at least that guy has experience playing with or next to so-and-so. What have you thought of uh, Cooper Hodges, especially after uh, pitching against the back? Cooper has, has brought a physicality. Um, he shows up in the team periods. He's done a good job. He's very entertaining pre-practice with his cartwheels and his high fives and stuff like that. Um, no, we've enjoyed him. He, he brings a physical aspect. That's been the one thing, you know, as these young guys continue to adjust to the speed of the game and the way and the, you know, amount of offense we have in, he's done a good job of just being physical. And at the end of the day, that's, I mean, that's a huge part of this game and playing offensive line. He certainly has that element. Now, it's just about continuing to get better every single day. And these games are a little different than practice. So we'll see as we get into this aspect of it, what it looks like for him. Um, I don't, I don't know if I'd say that, you know, I, we're pretty happy with the physicality that we had. There are certain times that maybe, you know, you wish something went a little better, whether that was them scheme, who we're playing, whatever that may be. Um, but it's certainly an element of our offense that we, we take pride in and we want to continue to invest in. We've kind of talked up and down about Calvin and just like what he can do from you guys' scheme perspective and all of that. But when you add a piece like that to the wide receiver room, do you think that kind of pushes everyone else in that room to be better and kind of up their game, seeing what he does on a day-to-day -day basis? Absolutely. I mean, somebody that's that talented, um, he's got different experiences than some of these guys. So I think a lot of these guys watch him and say, oh, he's got this piece of his game, maybe I can add that. Uh, so, you know, the group we have, they're all – they're all very locked in mentally on what's going on. So they're all very observant of other people and they want to continue to add pieces of their game. I mean, none of these guys have been complacent since we got them uh, in terms of where they are and their development. So it's just cool to see them all <clears throat> pick each other's brains, pick each other's parts of their games, <clears throat> excuse me, that they feel like they can apply and make their own. With that, do you think it kind of helps the guys that are on the lower end of the spectrum where they might be competing for roster spots or some of those like main character guys like Christian say I think I think it pushes the whole room as a whole you know the young guys obviously getting to see what a guy that's done a lot of things in this league what it looks like how he works how he approaches it um, and then really with those three guys Zay Christian and Calvin the way they talk in the meeting room is incredible uh, so the guys are able to ask questions pick their brains they're able to explain why they did what they did or what they're thinking or how they want to maybe another way they could have run a route or certain things like that that I think is invaluable for the young guys. How has Brenton Strange made progress? Brenton just continues to get better in a little different aspect of his game each time. You know, we've done more with him on the line and continue to see him as a Y with his hand in the dirt versus, you know, off the ball as an F in the fullback role extended from the formation. So each day you kind of see one step or one aspect of us kind of spoon-feeding little bits and pieces of the offense to kind of see where he can go with it. Um, and so as he adds each piece, that, that's the biggest thing with him is his versatility. 
all the different things he can do. He's bringing a physical element to his game, I think, that we uh, value. But he's also able to <clears throat> get away from the formation, get down the field, get down the seam. Um, excited to see him as a ball carrier in some of these games we get into, too. What was your reaction when you uh, when you heard that uh, that uh, Doug had hired had hired Chad, knowing that you guys were almost together in Philadelphia? We were almost together in Philadelphia. Almost. I don't yeah. know if I knew that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've known a lot about Chad. You know, we have a lot of mutual friends, <clears throat> uh, people that thought very highly of him, spoke very highly. And honestly, he was really the the only person we went after uh, when CJ took an opportunity to go to Texas. You know, Chad was our first call, and we kind of extended an offer, wanted to see where that went, gave him a lot of time with it because everything we knew from him, from Doug's experience with him, mutual contacts with him, Heath's relationship with him, we just felt like he'd be a fit with us, with our room, with our staff. Um, so he was really the only one we went after and certainly excited with what he's done so far. Are there many coaches that you've been around that are allegedly as animated on game day as, as he is? Because the receivers are already talking about oh, yeah. it. Well, we were making fun of him the other day because he was celebrating something on the sideline of a clip. And I said, finally, we could see this on our sideline because we've all watched this in Buffalo for years of him running up and down. There's certain coaches that everybody across the league is used to seeing on sideline TV copies running up and down the sidelines. Chad's one of those. So now he's on our sideline. So hopefully that, that brings some, uh, some value, some in-game energy to our group. Jones, a guy who had a pretty big preseason a year ago. Uh, how much have you seen him grow over the last year, and, and where's he at right now? Tim Tim continues to get better every day. And uh, part of it's, you know, you see just more comfortability with the way he's approaching things. He understands the scheme. Where last year, it was new for everybody. So everybody was constantly learning. You know, Tim's one of those guys that sitting behind these top three guys, plus ag as well, competing for that spot was the guy that had the job last year and did a lot of things and provided a lot of value for our, for our team. Uh, you know, there were games we played without Marvin, without Zay, where Tim had a bigger role. Um, and so we know we can trust him. And it's about Tim and these other guys continuing to compete for this spot, uh, you know, kind of on the back end of this receiver room. Does practice shift starting today now that it's game week? Uh, not yet. Honestly, right now we're still kind of in our training camp mode of installing, working on certain things, setting up specific situations to see our offense in. And then we'll kind of evolve a little bit closer as we get into Dallas of what we're going to do, how we're going to play, who they are, and kind of get into that with our guys. Do we get live today? Do we get some live today? I, I don't believe we're live today. Back to Tim. Do you want to be live? I want to see you guys yeah. live. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of live. <laughs> I'll tell Doug. Make a note. Oh, I'll do live. I know obviously part of the value of Tim last year is the blockability. Mm -hmm. um, have you seen any other of the young white wide receivers step up in that department to push him? Yeah, a lot of those guys. You know, uh, Kevin Austin, I know, is a guy that, you know, has been here in year two. <clears throat> I think part of it's those guys understand what we're asking for that position. You know, as long as we're healthy on the front of that group, um, you know, that position becomes special teams blocking versatility. If somebody were to go down in the game, you want a guy that can fit in all three spots and not, all right, we got to move Christian outside because this guy can only play inside or whatever that is. So, so that's kind of the value of that fifth, sixth role right there. Um, and so you see, you see a lot of those guys, whether it be uh, Kendrick Pryor, Kevin Austin, Seth Williams, um, you know, the young guys, Jacob Harris, Elijah Cooks, those guys have done a good job of, of understanding what the role is and being able to put themselves in position to provide that for us. Is 5,000 yards now sort of reachable for everybody at this point, passing? Um, I mean, for, for, for the really good quarterbacks in this day and age. The way the game goes, it certainly seems that way. I mean, every year you see passing records get shattered, how many guys are throwing for over 4,000, all that. So 
you know, I don't know that that's necessarily a big deal now um, or a huge achievement, I guess I'd say. So it, it's certainly out there, but I think everybody's just doing what they can to win the game. I don't, you know, at the end of the year, we don't care if Trevor throws for 5,000, 2,000 if we're in that last game of the year with an opportunity to win it all. When you were growing up, or I'm sure you remember someone hitting that 4,000 yard mark. Was oh, yeah. Just outrageous. Yeah, I was a big fan of Drew Brees and Peyton Manning growing up, and it seemed like every year those guys were hitting those kind of numbers and stuff like that. So that was kind of the norm. And now, or that was kind of an outlier, I guess, at the time. Now that seems like the norm, certainly, from just the schemes and the, the quarterbacks that are in the league right now. The offense needing to be multiple. Uh, do you feel like with this personnel, you can be more multiple? We do. Yeah. I, you know, I think, especially. When you look at the tight end room and the running back room and what those guys provide of, you know, what our 13 personnel could potentially be three really good receivers or three really good receiving tight ends, whether we want to attach to the formation, open from the formation, whatever that may be. The running back room provides a lot of versatility. You know, we kind of have slashers, power backs, smaller backs. Um, and then even the receiver room, you know, a guy like Agnew just provides a weapon. He's a Pro Bowl returner that we can create space for. And the defense is certainly aware when he's on the field. So that's certainly something we want to continue to take advantage of. We want to be able to do whatever we need to do each week to win. And we've talked about that. Is it we need to throw it 60 times? We need to run it 60 times. We need to win a shootout. We need to win a slugfest. Whatever that is, our guys understand our goal is to go win the game. You know, we don't. At the end of the year, we're not really concerned with what our stats are other than wins and losses. That's the, that's the biggest thing for us and the focus. Five thousand. Five thousand. Yeah, it's like great. <laughs> yeah, like my, we want live practice. Five thousand yards passing. Got it. That's it. That's all we care about. So. Is, uh, is Walker Little another one of those guys who it's his second year in a system that you that you could see maybe taking a big leap? Just that familiarity. Yeah, and I think a big thing with those guys is the consistency of the message. So they're used to sitting in a meeting with Phil and understand the techniques we're asking you to, to, to utilize. They've practiced this. They've repped this for a year and a half now. So you're kind of seeing that all come to fruition. They're seeing why he's asking to play a certain way or you know, whatever a scheme is asking us to do. Uh, I think as they understand that, they're able to play a little faster. They're, play, they're able to be a little bit more confident, play with a little bit more conviction. Um, so that's just kind of the natural growth we expect from year one to year two in, in this system. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Thanks Coach. Thanks, Coach.